Hey, this is David Schultz, audio producer here at Bloomberg Law. Just wanted to let you know we've created a couple new ways for you to interact with us. If you have feedback on this episode or any of our other podcasts, please give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 703-341-3690. That's 703-341-3690. We might just use your comments in a future episode. You can also reach out to us by email at podcast at bloomberglaw.com or on Twitter, at BLaw. We would love to hear your thoughts. Hello, this is a special weekend edition of On the Merits, the legal news podcast from Bloomberg Law. So today we're going to hear from frequent guest Carmen Castro-Pagan, an editor on our legal intelligence desk, about a very frustrated judge. This judge's frustration was so intense, she could not express herself using the English language. Instead, she had to turn to the universal language, emojis. But first, some background on the case. This was a trademark infringement dispute between a small company, the souvenir maker Annie Oakley Enterprises, and a large company, Amazon. Perhaps you've heard of them. Annie Oakley said Amazon was selling goods that violated trademarks, and the case wound up in the Southern District of Indiana. But before it even went to trial, the judge had to step in to settle a discovery dispute. Well, actually, several discovery disputes. Actually, several dozen discovery disputes. Carmen takes it from there. To give you an idea about how intense this discovery dispute became, Judge Jane Magnus Stinson's opinion was 41 pages long, which is quite unusual for an opinion about discovery, and it addressed all the party's objections to a previous report and recommendation issued by the magistrate judge who was overseeing the many disputes uh, these two parties have had. And this is what Judge Magnus Stinson said at the conclusion of her 41-page long opinion. And I quote, The litany of discovery issues addressed in this and the many other entries issued by both the undersigned and Judge Dinsmer, who is the magistrate judge, is staggering, considering the discover that discovery should largely be a self-managed process. The court was tempted to annotate this entry with an array of well-placed exploding head emojis as the frustrating unreasonableness of the positions taken by plaintiffs is indescribable by words alone, but in an exercise of judicial restraint, declined to do so. As the court recently noted, 65 motions have been filed in this case, the vast majority of which would have been avoided had plaintiffs and their counsel conducted discovery in a forthcoming manner." End quote. So I, this is really interesting because I, I haven't heard of a judge wanting to use emojis in an opinion before, but I have heard of judges getting really upset when discovery takes too long or there are too many, you know, pre-trial, um, you know, motions. It, why is it that judges are so annoyed when this happens? When Because it sounds like, as you mentioned, they, this judge said discovery should be self-managed. I shouldn't have to get involved here. Is that what's going on? Yes, that's what's going on. Discovery, some some judges, they have this case plan management and they try to stick with it. And the idea of discovery, of course, is that the parties conducted between themselves or among themselves. And if they need anything from the judge, they will address it to the judge. The judge will resolve 
and that should be it. But in here, I mean, sometimes parties just litigate very much and they don't get along. And this is what happens. Well, and I mean, it, that's indicated by the fact that the judge had to issue an opinion just on the discovery. We're not even talking oh, yes. about on the merits. We're talking about, you know, just on the discovery. I mean, yes. And let's not forget that a magistrate judge was overseeing the discovery part. This is like the uh, what Judge Magnus Stinson is doing is um, ruling on the objections to the report and recommendation that was issued by the magistrate judge. Wow. Um, well, finally, uh, I just wanted to ask about the feasibility of, of what this judge is suggesting. And of course, I mean the feasibility of adding emojis into an opinion. You know, there's like legal technology that, you know, or software that judges or lawyers can download or, or buy to help them write uh, briefs and opinions. Does that technology come with the ability to use emojis in filings and opinions? I did a research um, on our database to see if there were um, other opinions that um, used the word emoji. Um, and everything that I found was that the word has been used, of course, um, mostly in cases about trademark infringement, mostly about um, cases involving um, sexual harassment or employment bias cases where um, the parties are presenting text messages um, that included emojis. But nothing, I didn't find anything from a judge saying that he or she wanted to use emojis to express her frustration or any other uh, emotion. That's really thorough, and I'm glad you did that. Um, uh, Carmen Castro Pagan uh, from the Legal Intelligence Desk uh, with another very strange opinion. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Thank you very much. Bye. That'll do it for today's episode of On the Merits. It was produced by myself, David Schultz. Our editor is Jessica Coombs, and our executive producer is Josh Block. Reach out to us on Twitter if you have anything on your mind. We use the handle at BLaw. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Have a great weekend, and see you soon. For our next season of Uncommon Law, we're looking at the regulatory future of big tech. The giants need to be broken up. Facebook, Google, all of them. Is big tech impinging on your right to free speech? They've had unchecked power to censor, restrict, edit, shape, hide, alter. Misinformation, disinformation. It's like a big Venn diagram. We do not want to become the arbiters of truth. We're calling this series Unchecked. Just search for Uncommon Law wherever you get your podcasts.